gorgeous souls. Welcome to the Soul Aligned Living podcast. I'm so excited to connect with you all. So go make yourself comfortable and settle in for some deep soul talk, high vibes and a good dose of laughter. So this is a sacred place that I've created where we're going to be talking about all things related to feminine leadership, spiritual entrepreneurship, money, energetics and soul purpose. My name's Alara Dawn and I'm a coach for feminine spiritual entrepreneurs who desire to expand to the next level of freedom, wealth, joy and pleasure. I help women take back their power, rewrite their stories and create soul-aligned lives and businesses. You can come and join me in the Awakened Feminine Soulpreneur group on Facebook that's free and I'd love to welcome you there. Or you can connect with me on Instagram, which is Pure Light Alara. You can also check out all the regular free, powerful, energetic activations and courses on my site, www.purelight1111.com. So let's get started with today's episode. Welcome, gorgeous souls. So today, I'm going to share something that I'm noticing a bit of a pattern, and this is perhaps a blind spot and really an invitation to explore And this one's a really interesting thing because it could actually be so ingrained in who you perceive yourself to be that you don't realize that at root it's a response to trauma. So I come across uh, obviously working with many different women and I'm noticing sometimes there is a pattern that they're not wanting to plan for the future or they are not actually thinking about their future. There's been so much kind of almost brainwashing around this focus on the present and in this present moment, but literally disregarding the future. So that might show up in many different ways. So it might well be that they are not thinking about much further than day by day or week by week, um, which energetically is a bit hand to mouth. So it's not necessarily about needing to know all the hows, but it's about the fact of I'm often seeing those that will not commit to longer term things, something that might be perhaps in a year's time. They're maybe not making goals that are longer than a few days ahead. They're certainly not maybe doing the financial planning that they should be doing for themselves. And that is not only just for their own um, financial security, but also in their business. So ways that this can kind of show up is perhaps just not really investing and looking at the bigger picture of their businesses. So this might be not recognizing that to invest in learning something new now and implementing those changes will have a bigger, wider impact down the line. And that actually to grow your businesses, we do need to invest in ourselves and the business to expand, to grow, to scale. And that when we are working in the kind of alignment with solar line businesses, there is always going to be a level of needing to um, unlearn something, change something about, pivot and get used to that need for um, making tweaks and changes as the ebb and flow of your, your business grows and develops. And what I can find sometimes happening is that um, the pattern is that when you've had a childhood trauma, perhaps, and and this, you know, this can happen uh, slight things, but then they become compounded. And um, I've even come across it with myself, um, is that it's almost like you're not believing that either good is going to happen in your future, something's going to be taken away from you, 
Therefore, you're not investing in the steps you need to take now in either yourself or the the growth or the positioning yourself um, because you're worried that or very unconscious, there's not often like a worry energy around it, it's actually just very, very unconscious, you're not investing in the bigger picture or future state now, because on some level, there is a a trauma that's unresolved. And this common pattern is that when we have unresolved trauma, we often cannot see that there is much of a future ahead. So ways this might have, you know, played out for me it was related to bereavement and it was quite a shock bereavement so within about three weeks um you know my world had kind of turned upside down and I began to really question like what's the point you know really it took the wind out of my sails now this was you know last year actually the beginning of last year and um you know, I pulled in my support and I did my inner work and I could catch it and recognize it for what it is. But what I want to highlight is that even I think probably around the time of, I would say for a year after I split up with my fiance back in 2000, beginning of 2009, I, I was due to get married. I was a few months away from getting married. I canceled my wedding, um, basically um raveled all of my life, left him, created a new life and had moved out within three weeks. So I did everything. It was like really intense. And for about a year, I didn't really make plans. I didn't really commit to anything more than pretty much what was happening at the weekend. And I had this really weird program running in the background, which was almost like it was actually around the financial crash time as well. So it was probably one of the most intense periods to be working in the finance industry. And you know, it was a bit of a respite to be able to go out and kind of the escapism and, you know, my newfound freedom and really experiencing London as a single woman, which was the first time I'd actually done. Um, And, you know, whole new world, social groups and doing all the rest of it, which was exciting and a buzz. But what I really saw was that prior to that experience, I had been a planner. I'd been somebody that you know, was saving away and had all these different things lined up. And I, I would always be planning, there was always like lots of things in the pipeline happening. And I kind of turned that upside down. And I really dug into what was going on. And I was obviously in therapy that year and doing deep inner work um, as well. And I realized that my trauma, because I had had so much um, vested interest in my future, the family, the relationship, it had been my kind of anchor and security and stability after not having that at home. And me creating that and thinking, you know, I've I've got the positive outcome after the, the bad family scenario um, in that polarized view. Now I've just destroyed it all. And now like, what's the point and what's coming? And, and it felt very like, I'd just taken all the walls down pretty much. And what I realized is not only there was obviously lessons in the fact that, you know, things keep on moving and there was always consistent change, whether you like it or not. And, um, you know, that things will just bumble along, but I was not directing the ship as much as I could or should be. And because of that, I was seeing that the trajectory that I was taking was not being as, um, exciting, um, the momentum, the energy force behind how my life was going was deflated because essentially I wasn't doing it with so much intention. I wasn't really thinking bigger picture. I wasn't really 
I was just getting through the day. I was kind of dealing with, you know, what was quite deep trauma work at that time as well, which is all completely understandable. It's, it's not any of this with judgment. But I invite you to consider where are you actually needing to look at perhaps there was a, a death in the family that was a bit of a shock maybe as a child where and I had an example actually as a child where we were only told a week before that we were moving house and it was a massive shock a big adjustment nobody really told us what was going on and that really really affected me feeling quite um, unstable when moving house um, and again that's actually come up this recent time when I moved house again I moved twice last year so that was quite big for me and obviously was an opportunity to bring up more trauma however it wasn't affecting me in the way that I wasn't making plans or I wasn't um, investing in my future and I wasn't um, saying yes to the upgrades in fact they're quite the opposite I actually went deep into um really pivoting my business learning new things and and uh stepping out the comfort zone into other areas so so it wasn't the same pattern that was playing out but I definitely know that those compounded traumas so things that happened in my childhood then in my 20s um and then you know again where there's been some kind of massive change that's happened um it meant that I stopped really um having that kind of wind within my sales to commit so when within a well I'd gone in and done quite a lot of my kind of healing work um over a year and I decided you know what this was a kind of part of the the re the pivot in my life really this was like 2009 um and I decided you know actually I'm going to retrain as a um therapist because you know how could I help other people going through this kind of situation how can I create a positive out of this experience and obviously that was taking me on the journey to go down the clinical training so obviously that meant committing to at that point going back to uni and then I ended up doing that over a number of years while still being in finance so I was planning ahead as far as these kind of courses were and you know not quite knowing exactly at the end of the courses how everything was going to look because there was quite a lot on my plate but I was still keeping that future viewpoint meaning what I was doing today the steps I was taking today they would be blooming the, the seeds would be blooming in future and it meant that you know there were no guarantees I was putting large sums of money into um you know re-educating myself and also you know, when you go through all of that, you're going in supervision, you also have your separate counselling. So I was spending a lot of money on my development, my healing, me doing it from a place of, you know, informed and finding myself essentially. So the reason I'm sharing this is that if you find it hard to make plans, to make goals, um, you will also be coming up against struggles in being able to really um, anchor in and visualise or not just the visualization piece, but around manifesting. When people say, well, what is it you really want? Well, if you're not really locked in with the energy of what you desire, because often what's happened when we go into these kind of experiences of trauma, we, we kind of disconnect from our desires a bit, really. We disconnect from that creative life force energy because we don't really want to go through some level of disappointment again. So there ends up being like a, a disconnect there. So that keeps us out of flow really so when we're wanting to manifest something we need to have that emotional charge behind what we are desiring because that's part of the amplification of manifestation really so when we don't have that because we're not really that bothered by something 
we can only attract in what we're an energetic match for. So if there is not really enough fire, fuel behind the desire, shall we say, it's not going to create enough of the momentum because firstly, that spark isn't there. But secondly, if the spark isn't there, you're not really going to be that motivated to take the aligned action to, you know, step out and make the, you know, the next breadcrumb that comes through, you're not going to be following that to get you to where you want to go, or bring in what you're wanting. So you end up then getting to this frustrating thing where everybody's talking about law of attraction and manifesting, and they're doing all this stuff. But at root, this plays out in your business, it will play out in your relationships, it will play out in your money. Um, This is trauma work. This is being able to get to the root of what's going on. And there are some soul pieces there and, and you know, some energetic shifts that need to happen. This is shadow work. And this is how this stuff um, plays out. There is always, you know, next level, next devil, people call it. Um, because there is a piece of us that is um, still believing that that experience is happening the soul often gets fragmented as well so the soul will have a part of yourself that is stuck in that timeline that is still re-experiencing it and obviously there's multiple other layers to it I work with this a lot this is really really common um and often what's happened once we actually get to the root resolve it we get the conscious awareness of exactly what's playing out and then we start to change the habit and then we start to work on the mindset stuff only once we've cleared the trauma because if you're trying to do mindset work or affirmation work when you have a very strong resonance to something that is opposing that you will not be able to get in alignment it will feel like you're, well, you basically self-sabotage yourself. All the procrastination will come up. Um, The excuses, you will feel resistance, which you'll think is outside of you, but actually it's part of you. Um, All of this stuff, and it doesn't have to be that way. So um, I created the one-to-one shadow deep dive sessions as an opportunity for those that want to work, you know, laser focused one-to-one. They've got a block, they want to go deep into it so that they can keep the momentum um, it might be that they have an issue with, and they've got a fear around something going on with the business, with the money. And that is the red flag. That's the alert. Let's go into it. Because often it will manifest in one of these things, but we need to get to the root of what's going on, which often is completely unrelated. But when we get to it, we pull all threads. And this just opens up so much for those that work with me, because they have been energetically kind of held back. Everything is energy. So this is an invitation. Um, if you, I'll actually include the link for the booking in here as well. Um, don't sit and suffer. Um, and recognize that if you are kind of, or you think you're doing all the stuff, or you just don't really have the excitement or energy behind it, let's 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 explore what that is. Um, and the way that I work is very bespoke and as soon as somebody books, my teams will be giving me so much information. And as soon as we're in the session, we are linking it all together. And we are collaborating so that essentially we shift not just one little thing, we're working on everything holistically, and how it's all um, correlated. Because the way that you do one thing in one area of your life will be the way that you repeat it in others. And sometimes we need to connect those dots. Otherwise, you just go out and just go back to your old habits and routines and create the same thing again. So this 
opportunity this year is really powerful for women to really step into um, their truth, their soul path, their um, their power. This is the time that your voice is needed because other women need to hear it firstly. And um, that comes by us really recognising the responsibility each one of us has on this path at this time as women that are awakened, as women that do have the privilege of being able to use these platforms, of women that can use their voices and are in environments where you know they can safely get online and share something um this is powerful times we have never had this kind of opportunity before and um we need to really be out there being the change makers and it starts with us so the abundance is available for you the love is available for you the opportunity is available for you it's all out there and available for you if it's not coming in we just need to look at what is out of alignment And is it perhaps that, you know, you're not locked in and really fully bought into it because there is some traumatic stuff that just needs to be healed to release that block. So you're no longer blocking yourself essentially from what you think you want. And you might be able to get a a bigger vision or allow yourself to dream even bigger outside of the lines once these fears are gone. So sending you lots of love. I hope that's been really helpful. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening today, gorgeous souls. And if you're enjoying the Soul Line Living podcast, I'd be so grateful if you would give it a review. That would be absolutely amazing. Thank you to you all and look forward to sharing the next episode with you very soon. Take care. Bye-bye.